0: Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the Gender Pay Gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of ZAP, the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. Before I start today's discussion on why women earn less than men, I want to share why I created this podcast series in the first place. I've mentioned this before, and it bears repeating again. I created this podcast series to Expose the elephant in the room to make it so visible and uncover it that you cannot miss it, to reveal its true nature by unmasking it because it has been concealed in the past. Number two is to disclose some pertinent facts about this elephant that may in the past have been previously unknown to you and kept secret. And then finally, to determine how do we dispose of the effects of this elephant in the room? How do we get rid of it all together so that this elephant gets out of our territory? Now, in my quest to disclose some pertinent facts about the elephant in the room, it is a fact that women in the workplace earn on average 82% of what men earn. The female to male earnings ratio is 82%, which means the gap is 18% on average, women earn 18% less than men. Now that's one fact, but it's also a fact that the pay gap varies by age. And I will share more information with you on that later in this this episode. Number three is that the pay gap, it's larger for women of color. So not only does the pay gap exist overall as women age, and also for women of color, the pay gap varies and it's much larger. This is another fact. The gender pay gap can vary by state. Depending upon the state in which you live, can, it can affect whether and the size of the gender pay gap. And then finally, the gender pay gap varies widely by occupation. My research shows that two-thirds of women tend to be in lower paying occupations. Now I am appalled that women earn less than men, even in the same occupations. And I stated that what I believe are the top three contributing factors. Do you remember what they are? When I hear you say, wait, wait, don't tell me. Let me guess. If you've been listening to my podcast the past several weeks, you probably already know what they are. But okay. Can you guess? Five, four, three, two, one. If you said underestimated, underrated, and undercompensated, you guessed right. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, all kidding aside, I know this is definitely no kidding matter. Because women are often underestimated, underrated, and undercompensated, The gender pay gap continues to persist. I'd like to give a shout out to Christopher Brennan. He invited me to join him on LinkedIn. And since then, he has been very supportive in my efforts to expose this elephant in the room. He sent me a Bloomberg article written by Mia Gendis, which confirms that the gender pay gap starts even before you get hired. Pulling from a recent study by the National Association of Colleges and Employers, the data show that women are consistently overrepresented among unpaid internships. Now, get that. That means that women are more often than not will accept unpaid internships. Now, Two thirds or 66% of the males responding to this survey received paid internships. Can you guess what the percentage was for women? Did I hear you say, wait, wait, don't tell me? At least not yet? Okay, I'll tell you now. Less than 50% of the women responding to the survey received paid internships. So what do internships have to do with the gender pay gap? I'm so very glad you asked. According to the author, the problem with unpaid internships is multifold. Number one, unpaid internships tend to lead to less secure job prospects than paid positions. And number two, paid interns were also more likely to receive a higher starting salary than those unpaid interns who were offered full-time roles, which suggests that undergraduate work experiences might set the stage for pay inequality between men and women all along the course of their career. Now, in researching the data on the gender pay gap by age, The female to male earnings ratio for 20 to 24-year-olds is 93.5%, which means the gap is what? Okay, I heard you say it that time. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes, you are correct. It's 6.5%. That's more than the average raise. Can you imagine trying to make make that up over the course of your career? I could use a six and a half percent raise. What about you? Okay, wait, wait, don't tell me. I know the answer is yes, I thought so. And guess what? The gender pay gap varies, it's wider as you age because for 25 to 34 year olds, the gender pay gap bumps up from six and a half percent to 10.5%. Now, am I saying unpaid in- internships in and of themselves are all bad? No, that's not what I'm saying. Some disciplines require it as a part of your coursework. I was just talking to a PharmD candidate who is looking for an internship, and it has to be unpaid. That's a requirement of her, her coursework. But what I am saying is that if you get and if you can get a paid internship. Look for that first. Now, while studying for my degree in accounting, I had the opportunity to co-op at a paper company. Co-ops and internships are similar. With with both, you get experience in the workplace that can bolster your resume. My co-op experience was comprised of two six-month terms working in cost accounting. It was paid and actually helped me pay my way through college. It delayed my graduation by one year, but it was well worth it. The experience I gained working in a publicly traded company while in college really expanded my resume. And I believe it was a contributing factor in getting my first job out of college at a different paper company in paper manufacturing. So internships can be a good thing even an unpaid internship. But know this, undergraduate work experience might set the stage for pay inequality between men and women all along the course of their career, according to the article that I referenced here earlier. Now here's a direct quote in the article from the Director of Research at the National Association of Colleges and Employers. Your past salary can be used as a benchmark for your future salary. If you were paid inequitably in previous jobs, you are then carrying that inequity forward. And my research on the gender pay gap by age confirms that as women age in the workplace, the gender pay gap gets wider and wider and wider. Now, before I wrap up today's discussion on why women earn less than men, I do want to extend a heartfelt thank you to you for listening to my podcast. For those of you who send me comments and urge me to keep going, I so appreciate it. It's because of you that I am encouraged to continue to expose this elephant in the room. Also, thank you for sharing my podcast with others who you care about and who could benefit from the information I share here on Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am on a mission to help as many women as possible zap their pay gap. I want to warn them of how being underestimated, underrated, and undercompensated affects pay, not only now, but also our future. Being underpaid greatly affects the quality of life during our working years, as well as our retirement years. But there is something we can do about it. And that's my goal, to show you how to up your pay and learn to negotiate the best offer on the front end before you start your job. Now, I have said it before, and I'll say it again before I go. In this fight for equality, we've come a long way, baby, but we still have a long way to go. As long as women are underestimated, underrated, and undercompensated, women will continue to be underpaid and the gender pay gap will continue to endure. But there is a remedy and I know what it is. Women, because you work hard for your money, let me show you how to take home all of it. If you're ready, reach out to me at GwendolynJTucker.com. Thank you so very much for joining me today I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of ZAP, the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of ZAP, the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am your host, Wendellyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.